0: i the coconut. I don't know what the words are, but welcome to the Island Christmas Man. Mele lo manga. That's a, a, an unusual disease we have here, but welcome to the Island Christmas. We've got everything. We've got rum and coconut and lime for it, and we got the break well, and we apologize for that, but make up for it with the Olivas, who's here too. We've got the wrong and the wronger, and you. And you are so delighted to be here. I can't even imagine how giddy you've got to be but James you too as we talked before hitting record you are just giddy this evening
1: you are you are relentless i i took a drink of water <laughs> And he just, like, attacked my face. Like, are you eating a meal right now? What is your problem? I I heard lip smacking.
0: I I heard sucking grease off fingers. I wanted
1: to take a drink of water. That's all I wanted. I needed to be hydrated to deal with this level of unpleasantness. (laughs) And you were just not letting it happen. (laughs)
0: Well, this unpleasantness is what you tune into every week, and this is the podcast where Breakwell is his typical unpleasant self, and that spurs an argument about things nobody really cares about, but many of you, and I'm talking at least four, upwards of five on a good week, do care about, and tonight, James, what are we going to argue tonight? We
1: are going to argue, should you send a Christmas card?
0: Oh, Christmas cards, yay or nay? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, before we get there, and James is still finishing his seven-course meal, <laughs> now that he saved all that money for the house, he can afford, like, a, a staff in his Obviously. home. And, uh, James, what um, we have to go through the compliments, but I'm sure your compliment, and I'm just laying this out there in case this wasn't your original plan, has something to do with the poll results <laughs> from last week.
1: Well, would you like to say something about the poll results, please? I I don't want to steal your thunder. (laughs) Oh,
0: my, my. I'm getting the vapors here. Yes, I would, because finally, vindication (laughs) has taken over, and and common sense has ruled. Olivas is the victor. How could that happen, James? Only because I'm freaking awesome.
1: Now, I know you don't enjoy real sports, but in the game of football, there's sometimes a situation... (laughs) <laughs> where one team will get ahead by an absurd number of points. They'll be up, it'll be like 64 to 8 or 7 or something. It's just something that doesn't right. make that's it you like doesn't make any game. sense. And right. um and the that team that's down by 50 or 60 points with like 2 minutes left and the backup quarterback <laughs> in playing against the backup defense on the other team, will score a garbage-time touchdown. And the player on the losing team who catches that meaningless touchdown will celebrate like he just won the Super Bowl. And everybody looks at him like he's a moron! It's like, why are you celebrating? You're still losing! And that's you right now. You lost 14 weeks in a row and then you get (laughs) one pole victory and you think you won the whole thing. It's not true. You're still down by 14 weeks, but please do your end zone dance while we all look on and roll our eyes with disgust and pity.
0: James, your slurred speech, your warped logic, <laughs> your metaphor that fell apart when you gave eight as a possible NFL football score. It all Steve, speaks to Steve, what's Steve. actually... Yeah, I, know, what, I know
1: you no. haven't watched football since 1940, but there is something called the two-point conversion.
0: Uh huh.
1: Are, are you aware uh-huh. of this?
0: And if we're down 64, we go for two? Is that kind of what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I think if you're down 64, you score that point. (laughs) I think, uh, what are you going to do, take take the extra point? Yeah, you got to go for broke. You're going to score the the two-point conversion, especially if you're the kind of person who celebrates garbage time touchdowns.
0: Well, and the reason you go for two is because you keep plugging away until the fat lady sings. And you never know, because what this could spell, James, is a shift in momentum that now the underdog is coming back. Goliath has been hobbled just a bit. He staggered (laughs) backwards one, maybe two steps. His arms went up toward his head. He doesn't know what that ringing in his ears is, but uh, whoever was with Goliath who shot that thing, he knows (laughs) what it is. It's that pellet that he nailed, of that paintball. I don't know what they did in biblical times, James, but the point is that that's what's happening. I am making a comeback, and soon Goliath will topple and the mighty shall fall.
1: Just 14 more weeks in a row and you're there. I, I believe in you, Steve.
0: <laughs> well, this is the first week of the rest of our lives, and James, you have to compliment me because that was a failed attempt if it was an attempt at all.
1: I would like to compliment you for having no patience whatsoever Uh, You are a man. (laughs) I guess I have to phrase that like a compliment. I would like to phrase you, or like to compliment you for being being relentlessly eager for everything in life. You message me and you're like, can we record at eight tonight? I was in the middle of doing dishes because I'm a good husband. I'm like, you know what? I'll finish dishes and then I'll message him. I don't want to message him right away because he has no patience. If I message him right now, he's going to jump all over me like when I get a glass of water. So I think, so I wait 10 minutes and finish dishes and then I message him like, all right, let's record. You're like, oh, I'm driving home. We can record in an hour. Like what? There's no James. There's no. There's no wiggle room with you. It's all or nothing, all the time.
0: <laughs> and that is a good thing, is what you're saying. Yes, that is that is my compliment. <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> I do
1: so enjoy that quality of you.
0: <laughs> and I can tell yes. with your passive aggressive drinking while I'm trying to talk to <laughs> it you.
1: It was water, Steve. Let me have is, my water.
0: Uh, I, I can tell that we both uh. know the truth. The the pivot point for me was 8 o'clock and I didn't say 8, I said early and that was about 7.35, 7.40 and I got to make a decision whether I want to sit there for another hour in my office or just drive home mm-hmm. and try to eat something quick because my Monday is on a treadmill and when I didn't hear from you by 8, I said fine, I will drive home and at uh, promptly 8.03, you end up texting me and saying whenever you're ready. And I knew you were going to do that to me, James. I would compliment your level of passive aggressiveness. It reaches like Ray Romano's mother level sometimes. But my compliment is that somehow... And uh, for the non-biblical scholars watching, Job, if they don't know who Job is, Job is a Hebrew word that means Lola, because you have pushed her patience to the breaking point with these pigs, and the fact that she still hangs out with you says, you've got something on her that I I don't know if she uh, doesn't want to raise these 27 kids without James around or what, but man, the fact that she's still in says you can do anything at this point now that your pig ate that favorite It, and she's going to hang out. So good, on you. Yeah,
1: clearly I, I'm, I must be pretty amazing on some level for her to stick around. I did. Yeah, I did just somebody, somebody sent me a tip for uh, keeping the pigs occupied to get a big tote and fill it with river rocks and put food under it and they'll root around all day. And so I got that huh. set up. We'll see if that exhausts the pigs or if it just gives them like greater endurance to destroy things in the house. Like we might be training them to be better <laughs> vandals. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out
0: a bionic pig where do you get river rocks from
1: the store apparently i went to home depot and they have asked do you have river rocks and yes they they had like 25 varieties of river rocks i went and picked out my choice of river rocks so there's our our unpaid promo for home depot if you need a rock (laughs) from a river go to home depot
0: (laughs) i'm guessing most major hardware chains have them that just happened to be the one that breakwell shops in well Okay, so we have to get into the <laughs> to the debate. Two things on that one. I do have the Guam quarter of Ooh. fate back cuz I'm back in my home. And two, people did message us last week. No thumbs down, by the way. <laughs> that uh we didn't get into the argument till like the 10-minute mark and by then it's too late to have an argument <laughs> to that. I say I blame Breakwell.
1: You know what? We could we could have an argument with like 10 seconds left. We could have an argument without having an episode. <laughs> mm.
0: As is the case on most of our phone calls. But, James, what do the two sides of the Guam quarter of fate represent for you? All
1: right. Heads, I'm going to send a Christmas card. Tails, I'm not going to send a Christmas card.
0: I know you well enough to know where you hope it lands. Ah, Slipped out of my hand before I even flipped it that time. All right. It is up, it is down, and it is heads. You to talk about why you would ever send out Christmas cards. And I'm actually kind of curious to hear. Yeah,
1: well, you should be because I seem to do something like this every single week because I can't convey (laughs) everything I need to to people in simple tweets and Instagram posts. Sometimes you need to bunch up all that information and send it out all in a burst because people like those longer updates, like a Christmas card. So that's what I do 52 weeks a year. Every week I send out an email because a Christmas card doesn't have to be a physical letter. It can be an email too. I get lots of holiday emails from relatives. They don't want to waste the postage. They don't want to burn the postman. And they send out those fun family pictures and they'll and update they you to let you know they're still alive and everything they've been doing. And I do that same thing. Typically my last email of the year is kind of a yearly recap for what we've done and what we haven't done and and which podcast co-host I hate the most. I mean, all those good details on there. (laughs) And let me tell you, people flock to those emails by the thousands. I sell more books through that email than through anything else. Clearly, the email newsletter has a future, and that's what a Christmas card is. A Christmas card is just a primitive email newsletter it's what people were sending out before the internet to contact all your distant relatives back before facebook back before you know text messaging to let them know that hey you're still thinking of them here are the basic names of my kids in case we ever cross paths so you're not totally (laughs) bewildered and, and it's just a good way to stay in touch. And let me tell you something. In a lot of cases, it can take the place of a family visit. Do you really want to drive all the way across the country to get stuck in 12 hours of small talk with relatives you see once a year? Or would you rather they send it all to you in nice written form so you can get it down and read it in the comfort of your own home and not have to clean anything or, you know, make it look like your house is fit for human habitation. You don't have to worry about guests. It's kind of like how when somebody, they schedule a meeting when it should have been an email. That's what the newsletter is. It's it's an email that could have, that in the worst case scenario, would have been an entire family visit. And that's not what you want. Embrace the embrace the newsletter, embrace the Christmas card, and let your life be simple, Steve, and you'll enjoy the holidays so much more.
0: Let me see if I can sum up the entire basis of your argument. That <clears throat> you send out a Christmas card, but in order to do that, you have to eliminate the word card and really <laughs> stretch that definition to, to wrap around whatever it is you're already doing. Now, James. Let's face it, you're not sending out Christmas cards. <laughs> that would require a little more effort on your part. You'd have to buy them, or Lola'd have to buy them, and she's too busy cleaning up after pigs, let's face it. That uh, Christmas cards are a thing of the past, man. I just sent out a tweet that this year, and you may be the same as me, although you've got a much bigger family than I do, but I literally got more Christmas cards from people I've met on Twitter ...than I did from my own friends and family in real life. Uh, zero from the Breakwell residents, by <laughs> the way. So Christmas cards are a nice way of just keeping in touch with people you don't know very well. But when you do know them and their family, like, why bother? Because we do keep up during the year. We have texting and emailing and Facebooking and Instagramming and TikToking and Snapchatting... <laughs> or ...whatever kids your age do. So Christmas cards are antiquated, and they take a ton of time, man... That uh, If you do anything short of just sign your name, if you want to write something personal in each one of them, you are committing an entire weekend to this process. I remember my grandmother, when I was a kid, would spend hours on her Christmas cards and send out a stack of them. Nowadays we got one from our dentist, we got one from our insurance agent, and I think my mother sent one, but I'm not even sure that that happened this year. Like, people just don't do it anymore. And you talk about those, like, letters that come inside the Christmas card sometime to update people. Nothing on earth is more annoying or self-centered than bragging about you and your kids to everyone who you think is going to take the time to read that thing. Now, Christmas cards, thing of the past, they're like you, James Breakwell. Time keeps marching, and it catches up with me
1: who brags in a christmas card you write about your family's disasters again that's the whole newsletter thing you (laughs) you write about what went wrong and it's hilarious that's why your family loves you and i also got christmas more christmas cards from twitter than i got in real life because in that newsletter that i send out every week it has my mailing address in the bottom people do it like for example for example you might recall that uh months ago or maybe it was a year ago one of our our devoted followers said that she her her Birthing plan was to listen to a bunch yeah. of our podcasts, and her baby would be so upset that it would just shoot out of her and run away. I think that was the gist <laughs> of it. Well, she's se- super fan Laura. Yes, yes, she sent me a Christmas card. She didn't send you one, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Ju- oh, out Ju- contract. Judy P. sent me a, a Christmas card, of course, that was obviously better than yours. I just there are so what? many there are so many good quality people out there who send Christmas cards. How could you argue yeah. that birthing plan Laura or super fan Judy P. are waiting? Wasting their time by sending Christmas cards because admit it every time you got one of those you felt a little better about your life you felt just a little hundred you felt a little better you felt a little more special and what's wrong with making people feel good about themselves why do you hate
0: positive emotions I just don't have time for positive emotions James i got a schedule to keep. And I know you are a man of exquisite leisure, but that's not me. So i got to make sure that the train keeps rolling on the tracks, and therefore I just don't have time. But I will say this. Judy P., I'm sure she sent you a care package too. I didn't even open it. It went under the tree. We're opening that sucker on Christmas morning with the rest of our presents. Judy P. is a member of the Olivas family now. And I'm sure, Brakewell, you tore it apart and ate whatever it was right there in the post office like an animal. But not us. We make sure to treat Judy P like royalty when she comes into our well, home. Well,
1: we had to open it immediately because we knew it was too important. I wasn't going to make superfan Judy P wait. Also, I wasn't sure if we waited if maybe things would be destroyed by the pigs before we actually saw what they were. So <laughs> I thought we better open them while the opening was good. So yes, we did open them. <laughs> oh. And I assure you everything we got was better than what you got because let's face it, we're appreciated more by the, the Christmas card crowd because I take the time to update them with newsletters. I send out holiday cheer In those long messages, which is something you will never do because nobody cares about your life. And that's okay.
0: So I'm going to go ahead. You rich guys. You you rich guys got nothing but time. Us working class stiffs, we got to get out there, kill it, and drag it back to the cave. I have
1: 95 kids. All your kids have moved
0: out. (laughs) Oh, God. If only that were the case. Most of my kids. eh, Probably over half. Although if you look at the food bills, less than half of them have moved out. But... Let us get out of here so that people don't complain we're taking too much of their time.
1: All right. If you want to vote for me and sending Christmas cards and holiday cheer, vote for 59. If you want to vote against Christmas cards and for the Grinch, vote for 39. If you want to vote to throw your vote away for the random option, vote for 21.
0: 21. All right. So this is that very German week where 9-9 is going to be the theme throughout our numbers. You want to vote for James and take a lot of time for absolutely no reward, vote for 59. If you love Jim Carrey as the Grinch, and God knows we did here in the Olivas <laughs> house, vote 39. There are worse things you can do with your life than help Olivas win. And if you want to throw away your vote, I suppose you just vote for Breakwell in the first place. But you have two options this week to throw it away, 59 and 21. Vote 39, feel good about yourself, and take the time to spend with your family and superman Judy P's gift. Until next week, because that wraps another of our episodes. This is Steve Olivia, Dr. Steve for James, the exploding unicorn breakwell saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.